0: Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect, and also to build business relationships that drive sales. Are you a small business owner or staff member responsible for a certain degree of business development? Are you good at what you do, but feel uncomfortable selling yourself and presenting to others? You are not alone. I often get asked how it is that I'm incredibly comfortable when asked to present or MC at an event. So in today's episode of Be The Drop, I'm going to share with you why I'm 100% comfortable to speak in public And I'll also share with you my 10 golden rules of public speaking that will help improve your confidence to put yourself forward. This is my version of Be The Drop. First, before we dive into the episode, if you're serious about improving your public speaking skills, then you'll love the snazzy downloadable version of the 10 Golden Rules of Public Speaking that I have created just for you. I recommend printing it out and putting it within easy view within your office. Conscious reminders are a fantastic way to positively reinforce new skills. You can access your copy via the link in the episode show notes or by visiting my website, www.narrativemarketing.com.au and you'll click on the downloads tab, which is located under the free resources on the top menu bar. Before delving into my 10 golden rules, I'd like to explain the bold statement I made in my introduction. And that is that I'm 100% confident when required to speak in public. I'd like to explain that a little bit further, because just because I'm confident, that doesn't mean I don't sometimes feel nervous. That's important to understand. The difference is that even though I might feel nervous, I have the confidence to know that I can deliver. A manageable dose of nerves actually adds to the quality of my presentations. For me, A small amount of nerves adds adrenaline and energy, which brings more vibrancy when I am talking. The trick is in that word, manageable. A small dose of nerves is good, but all consuming nervousness is a factor that prevents many people from speaking in public. How did I get to the point where I can confidently manage my nerves when stepping in front of a group of people from 10, to a hundred or more. Training and practice. Like all skills in life, there is no silver bullet. And whilst I might have natural traits that help this confidence, I have spent years training and working to improve my communication skills. And I'm still committed to learning and improving these skills today. I have been performing for as long as I can remember. I have a raft of childhood memories that involved my sister, my brother, cousins, friends, neighbours, and anyone else I could drag along for some production or another. Dress up, singing, dancing, you name it, we did it. And when I started high school, two things happened that helped me shape this natural passion into a lifelong journey of education and honing my skills. At 12 years of age, I had a life-altering moment. But of course, at the time, I had no idea. The first thing that happened was that I was privileged to attend a high school that offered a range of extracurricular activities. This included an effective communication course that was run by Trinity College of London. The lessons were taught by a teacher here in Australia, but I was then assessed at the end of each year by a moderator who traveled from the UK. The second thing that happened was that my dad, having seen many of my illustrious homegrown performances, strongly encouraged me to participate in the course. My parents ran their own business, working hard to build it from the ground up. And dad was, and still is, incredibly passionate about education and the value in business of being a good communicator. He drilled that into me on a constant and ongoing basis. And he still sends me articles clicked out of the newspaper to reinforce it. I studied effective communication throughout high school and continued studying it whilst at university for a total of eight years. Whilst at university, I also then became a tutor of effective communication. And since then, I've gone on to deliver corporate training courses across a range of topics within effective communication. Effective communication is much more than just public speaking. It is an incredibly broad topic which would take a long time to cover. So for that reason, in today's episode, I'm just going to focus on the top things that you can do to improve your confidence in public speaking. I will look in other episodes to go further into other aspects of effective communication. Let's now dive into the 10 golden rules of public speaking. The first and probably one of the most important rules is to be prepared. Like any area of business, preparation is key. You need to know who it is that you're talking to, what the context is of that and why. What value are you going to bring to this conversation? What value are the people that you're talking to going to take away? Preparation is key and it's one of the things that really helps you manage your nerves because if you know that you're prepared, then you're going to be much more confident in presenting it. Presenting yourself and your topic and whatever it is that you're going to be speaking about. Be prepared to answer questions about what you're talking about. Be prepared in how you're going to talk about it. Having an outline is a really great idea. I don't generally recommend reading from a script um, or reading from full pages of notes because that interferes with how you're communicating with your audience. But writing down a few key points, an outline, a framework for your presentation or conversation, or even if you're going into a meeting and it's around the table, you might not be standing up in front of the audience. It might be a really important business development meeting that you're participating in. Again, being prepared and knowing the key points that you want to cover or the information that you want to gain from those people, potential clients that you're talking with, is key to getting a successful result at the end of that conversation or presentation. This leads really well into the second rule, which is know your purpose. Simon Sinek talks about knowing your why and at a broader business context, that's really important to understand the purpose of why you're doing business. You need to take this same approach when going into conversations, business conversations or presentation. You need to know what it is that you're trying to achieve from having this conversation or giving this presentation. You need to bring purpose with you when you speak. It will help give you authority. And again, this is another factor that builds confidence. If you know what you're there for and what you want to achieve, then you can go out and smash it. rule number three is watch your posture now this can sometimes be a bit tricky but posture is something that is so critical to the quality of your voice i won't go into all of the technical details around your voice and how your diaphragm forms and supports the the projection of what actually comes out of your mouth but It's important to understand that if you slouch when speaking, if you're hunched over, then you are constricting the space that your lungs has. And also, it doesn't look appealing from an audience perspective. Or if you're seated at a boardroom table and you're slouched down in your chair and a bit leaning forwards, again, it's not a confident posture and it will have negative impacts on the quality and sound that your voice produces. So watching your posture means shoulders back, stand up straight at some stage or another. I'm sure someone in your life has told you this. Visualize a book on your head, really bring your shoulders back and it opens up your lungs and gives your voice its best possibility. Rule number four is to appear confident and relaxed. OK, I hear you say, but I'm bloody nervous as hell. How do you want me to appear confident and relaxed? This one is definitely a skill that you probably need to practice. You can do it at home, in front of your mirror, give your presentation to yourself, do it to your partner or friends. Practice really does help you to appear confident and relaxed. And. A mirror is very handy because you can see, you're looking at yourself, and you can see what the audience will see, or the people around that border and table will see when you talk. This skill, confidence and relaxed, is something that will probably take time. But if it's there in your consciousness and it's something that you're thinking about, over time, you will achieve it. Rule number five is be audible. There is nothing worse than trying to listen to someone that you can't hear. If you're softly spoken, this is something you're really going to have to focus on. You need to make sure that if you're going to take people's time up by talking to them, that they can hear you. If you are quietly spoken, then make sure that there's microphones available and test them before you speak. Doing an audio test is something I highly recommend because it can be really off-putting and even if you've done all this preparation and you've managed your nerves, if you get up and the microphone setup doesn't work, that can be something that can be really off-putting. Over time, you'll be confident enough to deal with any of those things and I have on occasion had to ditch the mic and go without one, but that can put quite a lot of strain on your voice And if you're trying to yell, that doesn't sound good either. So it's not about yelling, but it's about making sure that people can hear you. Another thing that's really important with being audible is also to make sure you don't mumble. Australians particularly have a bit of a habit of swallowing some of our words, so clearly articulating Each part of a word is really important and and something that helps make you be more audible. Rule number six is to speak to and not at your audience. Yelling is something that comes into rule number six as well because if you're yelling at your audience, then they feel like they're being spoken at and it can be quite confronting for somebody who's listening to that. But it's also about the fact that you need to be considerate of who you're talking to, considerate of their needs, how they're feeling. So you need to try and gauge your audience. If it's appropriate, incorporate them because conversation and communication is a two-way process. However, when you're presenting, obviously there's a period of time where you are the focus. But even during that, be mindful of the reactions. Alter how you're presenting, the tone of voice, or you know, a different type of speed if you think your audience is not responding well. This is part of speaking to them because you're engaging and interested in them. It's not just about you telling them what you want to. Rule number seven is be sincere and spontaneous. You often hear the saying, be you or be true to you. And I think one of the most important things you can do when presenting in public is try to be you. If you're trying to be somebody else or present in a style that you think you should, that is going to make you more stressed and be harder to come across as authentic. The spontaneous aspect can sometimes fit and sometimes not. It really depends on the style of presentation that you're giving. But if you can add in a little bit of off script style of conversation or add in jokes or something that just makes your content seem more spontaneous. If you're at a conference, then I would work in something that's happened throughout the day, even if it was a break time. That sort of, it's spontaneous and, and on the occasion, not at the moment, sort of commentary and speaking really makes people connect more. Rule number eight is color your voice to clarify meaning. There is nothing more boring than listening to someone who is speaking in monotone, their voice doesn't change and you tune out. That's one way to really get your audience offside quickly. So color your voice means using highs and lows, pauses and really change it up a bit so that you add interest and meaning. Meaning can help, you know, your voice can help emphasize something. You know, if it's dramatic or sad or scary, you're going to use a different style of voice than if it's exciting and fun and happy. So thinking about the color of your voice when speaking can help improve the experience for everyone listening. Rule number nine is use pause meaningfully. This is one of my favorite rules because pause can be so impactful. And yet really it's a space of nothing, but it has incredible impact. Another way that pause can really help speakers, particularly if you're nervous, you can sometimes have the habit of saying, um, to fill in a space while you're thinking about the next thing you're going to say or while you're controlling your nerves. Saying um is one of my pet hates. It sounds terrible when listening to somebody um who says um in between um almost every second word. It's not good. So one of the things I often do with students is to say instead of um, your challenge is to pause. Take a quick break. We don't want long extended pauses because people might worry that something's wrong. But a short pause allows you to gather and move on. But it also does add meaning. So if you want to emphasize a point, it's like an exclamation mark or a full stop just by space. I really love pause. Lucky last, Rule number 10, and potentially one of the most important. It gets mentioned a little bit throughout a number of the other rules, and that is to be aware and sensitive to the needs of your audience. There is no point in presenting, whether it be at the boardroom or at a conference or in front of 10, 20, 30 people. You're there to talk to those people, however many they are. So it is critical that you are understanding of and mindful of their needs. You're looking for a two-way interaction even if you're the one that's primarily speaking because what they're doing is taking in what you're saying. So you need to be aware of their needs because otherwise they're unlikely to be engaged and connected with you. Communication requires listening skills. Listening is part of awareness and how we understand the needs of others. Yes, when you're standing up on a stage, your listening skills may be somewhat challenged, but still being aware of the needs and sensitive to your audience is critically important. Well, there you have my 10 golden rules of public speaking. By following these 10 simple ideas, or even some of them, you could start with just a few to get your confidence building. But I guarantee that if you follow all 10 of them and practice and train and put them into effect, that you will improve your public speaking skills and your confidence will improve at the same time. And don't forget that I have produced a snazzy downloadable version of the 10 Golden Rules of Public Speaking that you can download by clicking the link in the show notes for this episode or by visiting my website, www.narrativemarketing.com.au. You hit the Downloadables tab, which is located under the free resources menu on the top bar. Thanks so much for joining me and I look forward to to sharing more tips with you next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via Amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget, that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop, and look what comes from that. Until next time.